Welcome back to the Blunt Lab, ladies and gents. I'm now joined by Marcus, Rick, Ethan, and Brother Rock out with your socks out. Evening all. Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up? (laughs) Yeah, let's jump right into it. Movie Night at the Lab, we're going to be discussing Rebel Moon. Looks like only a few of us on the panel have seen it in full, so this will be a short short review. (laughs) But I'm going to start off with you, Sean. I know you're a big Star Wars fan. What did you think? Um, Overall... And I've seen a lot of people, like as far as my friends commenting on it, um, I think it's pretty resounding. Um, I overall liked it as far as like the project goes. Um, it was cool. It was cool. It was wrapped in a nice package uh, done by Netflix. Like I said, in a, a couple episodes, made reference to like how Netflix does their thing. Um, it's always kind of cool. It's funky. It's got cool lighting, uh, great soundtrack. Um they pay attention to a lot of those hip trending kind of ways to make movies. Um, and it's done well. Uh, added with Zack Snyder's style where he does the slow-mo. Um, it's well used in this movie. I know sometimes he tends to overdo his style. And it's definitely uh, giving him kind of that that place. Um, but it's done well in this movie. It's done well. Some of the fight scenes are slowed down to emphasize the blaster shots. Which again are very cool looking. Um, so I liked it. I liked the way that he did his thing in this. Um, like I said, very cool. Overall project is fun to watch. Uh, one, the couple things that I didn't like, um, and we can go more into some of this stuff as we get into our discussion, but it's hard as a whole to watch this project and not think the words rip off. Like you just watch the whole thing and it's, we've seen it before. We've seen the tropes before we've seen pretty much this story verbatim done before um so it's real hard watch and not try to think that it's hopping and bitten um that being said he did it cool he did a very cool way to do it so i'm gonna i'm um, gonna piggyback what you're saying there i enjoyed the flip but it was a complete ripoff oh absolutely a good a good good ripoff i'll say i'll say it was a super derivative yeah, a, a good ripoff because you know I I like the actors in the movie, I like their version of uh, if you will a lightsaber because it's actual it's an actual sword. You know what I mean? I feel like, especially compared to the newer sequels that I think had met the crowd with a resounding boo, um, mm-hmm. I feel like if you look at Zack Snyder saying that, hey, man, this is the way that you could do a Star Wars lick, then yes, um, I approve it. I stamp it. It's pretty dope. Um, another aside, fantastic acting. Some of the acting is great. Um, some of my favorites... Uh, that, 
the good acting took places in places where you didn't think it was going to necessarily. Um, I like Sons of Anarchy, but seeing Sons of Anarchy in space was like kind of like, I mean, you really didn't change much there. I believe Um, he's from the UK. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's the same. You can't you can't do a little bit thicker accent and be a different character. I'm just saying. No, no, his Irish accent was definitely fucked up, but that's not what you you brought up at first. <laughs> but he is from the UK. Yeah, yeah, he's a Brit. He's a Brit. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam is a, is is a Brit because he was having a. Have you guys watched Sons? I like time. him. I like him as an actor. No, I, I'm not I, hating I like on him as an actor, but he was having a. Yes, I absolutely did. But he was having a hard time maintaining that Irish accent. It was. It was really hard for him. He's not the strongest actor on the cast. I liked his character, um, but again, I don't feel like he was mo- the most nuanced there. Um, it's kind of weird seeing, if you're a big fan of Go- Game of Thrones, seeing both Dario Naharises in the same movie. Um, that was kind of weird. So, like, one Dario to the next. I mean, there's a lot of actors that we've seen in other things, too. I mean, between the two from Game of Thrones, um, you've got Ray Fit. Ray Fisher was fantastic yeah, was- in this. If anybody's seen the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut and uh, what he was capable of in Cyborg, sure. he was a very overlooked part of that project. Uh, Fisher's great in this. Um, so you got a bunch of people from different things that you've seen him in before kind of culminating in this. Uh, it was really cool. I like that, too. Listen, um, but I think I there was some other people in there. That and, I and, and, and you guys want to bust on Charlie Hoonan about this. And listen, I'm okay with this fucked up accent. The thing that messed me up about Charlie Hoonan in this, I'm sorry, Jax, I mean, sorry, is that they, spoiler alert, the way that they did the twist with him in the end, talking about like, oh, you you were a part of them when y'all came and conquered me, et cetera, et cetera. Like they turned him into a bad guy, but they yeah. kind of kept him a bad, can I get, can I get the, the, the twist? But let me ask you guys, doesn't he kind of remind you of like Kanu in Mortal Kombat? So with that said, let me back. I digress. He's the kind of guy that would use that as inspiration, though, too. He's like, oh, yeah, I styled myself (laughs) off a Kano from Mortal Kombat. That's what I'm getting at. Like, if he was to come out in an interview or some shit or be on the red carpet, and I love Charlie Hoonan, I love Sons of Anarchy, I love Jax. And yes, it is Jax in the Star Wars world. But he... he, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be, I just awesome. don't get the Irish accent part of yes. it. Like, why come out with the Irish accent? You might as well be British. It's not like this movie has <laughs> anything to do with, like, the earth. Like, it's universal. Like, who gives yeah. a fuck? That said, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I want to, I want to combat <laughs> the two of you, Alan, Sean, on this a little bit. I don't think it's really a ripoff of Star Wars. Maybe part of it is I have a little bit of the backstory. So, for those <laughs> of you listening or you guys, that don't really know about all of this. This technically was a storyline that was pitched by Zack Snyder to be a part of the Star Wars universe. So it was meant to be a Star Wars story. That is why each and every character, everything about this storyline, everything from the weapons to the setup to the heel and the baby face scenario is all Star Wars-esque. I don't think it is a ripoff. And that's where you guys were going. Oh, this is a ripoff of Star Wars. I personally, and this is me, of course, it's not really a ripoff. This was him saying, oh, okay. Especially after the last thing that happened with DC and the whole like 
how they fucked up his version of what Justice League was supposed to be and released it, even though he was like, yo, this is not what I wanted it to be, and they did it anyway to compete with Marvel's Avengers. And then later, they went ahead and kicked out this whole Zack Snyder's version, and it included everything. Okay, so if you take all of that into this preface of this backdrop, okay, this was literally, to me, Zack Snyder flipping his thumb at both Disney, who shot down this story as being part of Star Wars, and also kind of at DC and Marvel to say, I can create a universe. Part of that, and I'll include this in the review, again, spoiler alert, the way that they very quickly try to like introduce all those characters and bring them together as a team, and then the heels, they, they killed people off very fast in this movie. Even though we know there's a part two coming out in April, and they're supposed mm-hmm. to be, I think, part three and part four following yeah, those, they, they kind of really quickly went through the characters, kind of like Mortal Kombat does. They had what, yes, I was going to say, they had what I like to call Mortal Kombat Annihilation Syndrome, where there's just too many characters, and you don't have the time, and you don't give them the proper homage. Like, with, you went from introducing one of the most pivotal characters so, of your rebel plot exactly right into another character without giving even a segue or a travel or anything it's one story to the next phil so with that said with that said what we know and I, i'll try to make this as quick as i can what we know is that zach is sort of laying out the foundation for a new universe with these couple of episodes of this or couple of part ones part two part three He's going to put these out, and then what we're going to see is a bunch of spinoffs based on all of those characters. We know that. This is told to us, if you go and look it up. So with that said, I think he did a really good job introducing the universe. Amazing, amazingly shot. Like, every time that we get, every time that we get a Zack Snyder-made flick, he's getting better at the way that he shoots the film scenes. I think this is great. I, I definitely give it four bloods. Saruk, four bloods? What about you, Sean? It's a tough one. Because like I said, as a whole, as a project, especially a developing project that we don't know the conclusion to, it's just solid. Um, again, my whole thing is not, I'm not calling it a ripoff, nor would I say it's a ripoff, but it's hard to watch the project and not think of derivative things that are contained within that spawn from other projects. So it's not super, super original. Um, it's hard for me to give it higher. I can't give it perfect. Let's, I can't, three and a half. I'm going to all go three and a half. Because I, I don't feel solid with a four. Um, but there was some really cool things. What did you think, Al? I mean, like, what what do you think? Real? I'm going, I'm going to give this first part. I'm looking forward to the next one. I'll give this first part a three for now. Three bloods for now. Now, moving on, we are going to discuss a, well, it's hard to discuss one without the other, but what recently has come out is Gen V, which is part of the the world of the boys, if you guys are familiar. I think all of us are all caught up and have seen all this. So I didn't know where to start, but since Gen V is the most recent, I guess we can go there and just read again. Let's start with this, Al. Thank you, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg for having enough money to find in some obscure shit and making this happen yeah, for us. Absolutely. And, you know, before we even go into it, 
I want to say I love Marvel and I love DC Comics, not what they've done with the movies. Yes. But their idea of superheroes is fantasy. Well, it's cheap. It's old. It's antiquated. When you think of how <laughs> human nature is as a whole and into mm-hmm. great them gifts of these kind of powers, you get what we see in the board. Now, granted, you know, you get a lot of comedy with the boys and a lot of outlandish shit with the show. But for the most part, as far as like mm-hmm. character in in someone's nature, you're getting you're getting the truth. This is the reality if we actually had this type of thing happen. Well, that's the thing that I love about the show. It explores it from a very realistic look. When you had Marvel, Marvel Marvel wrote Marvel comics to inspire people to great, you know, different reasons throughout the years. But I think that that was the general consensus when they were coming up with their heroes. Um, Now, you've had that concept around for 40, 50 years, and we've gotten to take it and kind of spin it on its axis and look at it in different ways and different aspects. Um, You know, uh, Scarface showed us that, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So when you have that level of power and that kind of ability to think that people wouldn't start to kind of drop off and kind of explore that is asinine. Um, and I know that some of the super villains from Marvel evolved that way, but this is a dark, just stark look at a world where they're all like that. They're all kind of just human in their mm-hmm. emotion, and then that power is there too. Um, so that's kind of cool. It's dark. It's a gritty look at how people could be if they had those. those like take Homelander, take yeah. Homelander for example. Beyond, an absolute psychopath. He's an emotional psychopath. Well, they made him like that, though, too. Like, he was, like, and you see earlier when they kind of explore him, earlier he wasn't like that. When they started training him and teaching him, he was a compassionate younger kid. He's molded by what they've done and just the different things that they've done to make him haywire. But with all that power, it's a ticking time bomb, man. That, that's crazy how it's he reminds me of the adult version of yeah. that kid in that movie, yeah. Brightburn. That's basically that's basically what Homelander is to me. That kid, that kid from Brightburn, is an adult. <gasps> Brandon, I'm sorry. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> Homelander is if, if, if Homelander is is if Superman was not instilled if he didn't have his dad the dad that we were introduced to over all of these years by DC as being this this like role model inspirational character Homelander didn't have that and this is the like direct polar opposite of it. this is the I like to say it like this if every other podcast in the entire fucking planet is DC or Marvel, we here at the Blunt Lab are the boys. And, and, the reason I, and the reason I say that is, is we are obscure to that level where it's still real. They're all fucking faking it. Every other superhero 
even mutant, they're all dealing with all these like social anxieties that require them to either fake a way to be or subside their natural being. And I like to think of the boys as that's how it really the fuck is. Even if people are born with these extracurricular powers or six or seven cents or etc the best but the, i think the biggest thing with the boys of the gen v and i hope you guys can relate to this a bit here is is how they take and they commercialize it they're literally showing us what the government would do yes if it was all of a sudden i was just gonna say that, that some of us had extra special whoa, powers whoa. regardless of if it mm-hmm. came through some magic potion like you know what v is or we were born with it and that's if they accepted it well, yeah, yeah, the social, the, the social level mm-hmm. of what's going, yeah, exactly. How the world handles it and how that deals with their popularity, what they're able to do because of their popularity, that's a huge piece of the show. It's not just about their powers. Like, you could look at any Marvel comic for what they do with their powers and how they get out of In this fact, time. In fact, that's a pretty small part of it. It is, but at the same time, it's a very powerful part of it, too, because you got people, the whole first and second season, there's people that Homelander, who's an absolute beast, can't touch because of what the public image would be of him. So, I mean, Uh it's a very real barrier that's created by that, too, and what they've set these guys up as. If you're a hero, you can only do certain things. If you're a villain, you don't how about, have to how about How about their version of Ant-Man crawls up and... Oh, stop he's it. Crawls uh, up into dude's penis it. and then just makes himself bigger. Hey. I want I just want to point this out as one of the best, best death scenes in a movie, period, horror or not. Get to the prostate. This is one of the best death scenes ever. When I I was so excited to watch second season, The Boys, and when that guy called up dude's penis, went in there and sneezed because of the cocaine and exploded, I pretty much busted a nut. If anybody hasn't seen it, Joe, you just gave them a a mind-blown kind of like, what the inquiring minds want to know, and this is for all of you. Okay. If you had that ability to get that small, would you make the choice and no. jump into the defense? You don't even need to finish the question to kill him. Why? But that was that's not what he was doing, though. He wasn't trying to kill old boy. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, to kill him because that's not really the premise of that. I mean, he did, but that's not at all. Yeah, it was not. That was the intent. Yeah, yeah. What happened? He sneezed. What did he do? Sneeze? No, listen. That scene actually developed from an idea. There was a fan idea back when they made the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity War and all that stuff. Somebody had written in. They were talking about the idea that Ant Man could have ended Thanos like that. By just going inside of his pants, crawling up into his junk, and just boom, there he is. So why didn't he do that? So I believe that's actually the concept that Seth and Evan were expanding on, if you will, no pun intended. So would you do it, Sheila? 
Well, like I said, man, look, I mean, you got to do what you got to do <laughs> to end the threat. But I just, there's other orifices, man. Like, there's other holes and other ways. Uh -huh. you know, like, I just feel like after that scenario, somebody <laughs> walks in and they're just like, hey, man, why'd you jump into that dude's penis and explode him? And you're like, well, I had to end him. And they're like, yeah, but what about all the other holes? And you're like, I said I had to end him. No more questions. You could have done that a whole another. Oops. What about you, game? You see what you started out? <laughs> why, <laughs> why? Why always? Inquiring minds want to know, will you jump into another man's dick to end his life? If he's got all the other ones closed up, you mean shit. Ahead, <laughs> I feel like the pants would be the biggest thing to worry about. Because you got all the other with the... Oh my God! Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I could do that, man. Just, just you know, the way that guy died, man. That was just horrible. I mean, I know he didn't see it coming, and he probably didn't. He probably didn't even see it. No pun intended. No pun intended. But <laughs> no pun intended. I'm not touching this one. Not that. So you ain't so so no. So basically, you're saying nah, you're not, not jumping that, in the dick. <laughs> Slick Rick, are you jumping in a dick? I mean, look. <laughs> Why you gotta put it like that? <laughs> Again, I I feel like I'm the logical guy who's gonna find another way. But if I was presented in the situation where they're like, "Look, you gotta end this, dude. You gotta jump into his dick to do it." Well, if I'm fucking Ant Man small, it's not like I'm dealing with a a penis. Let's no, just keep it real. But this is where I have to in, in interject this. This is where I have to interject this, right? Is, that's not really the premise of what was going on there. He was he was legitimately, like, homosexual at times. They were pleasuring each other, man. That's <laughs> what that was. And he just killed him. Yeah. And, and he was legitimately there to pleasure him. Yeah, like, he was there dead, to bro. do that. Like, this was an accident. So, with that said... Obviously, I'm going to pick a different orifice. I don't want to go in the penis, but would I do it? Yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. I'll Wait, jump nice. in that dick. <laughs> Look, that whole scene, yeah, I will say this about the boys and Gen V. There's a lot of shit yeah. that you really don't need to show me. They could. They should. You can imply yeah. some things. And, you know, hey, if my imagination takes me there, let it take me there. I don't no. just want to see that, you know? And to answer this question, I'm not jumping in a dick. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. There's no way. That's fucking disgusting. Well, that's why we bring no. up that no. scene. to let you know where they go with it. So we'll let you know how bad it can get. Hey, it, the show gets wild. Bad. It does get hey, weird. Matt and, said, let's get weird. Matt and Trey had Paris have a whore off with Mr. Slave. So let's just, you know, keep it real. To continue, let me ask this question. With the with those of us on the panel right now, who would be who on the boys on the show? Are you talking about the crew, the boys, or the or the seven? I love this question. I love this question. It, you know what? It doesn't matter. Either one. Either one. So it, either one. Like when Al and I had this conversation. Yeah. Al and I had this conversation a while back, and there's like one for both sides. Like I'm more Rick of the said boys, that but either Sean or Gabe. Is the deep. No, Sean, no, no, I'm definitely the Did you know we spend all of our time watching the time? Most of the time. But what happens when we run out of time?
So no. I don't accept that. Ow. No, not the, no, not Ow. the deep. No, no, when he's such an asshole. No, not the deep. Nah, he's not on the crew, bro. Like, nah. So don't ever accept that. Don't ever take that. Don't ever take that. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a train. I'm not a no, hell no, not a train either. <laughs> I'd love to. I'm not a homelander. Let's go down this road here. Oh, you can't Let's go on, down this wrong, road man? here. None of them oh, right. Oh my god, I'm dying. None of them right. Oh, I'm just saying. Okay, let's say this. Oh. The deep season one is all right. Before he goes off the deep end, he's a moron by season three. Like season three, you can't take him seriously. When the deep is trying to join Scientology, that's when he goes off. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like at the beginning, he's an asshole yeah. and like you know a rapist, like a fucking piece of oh. shit. Oh. But he's not like, I mean, yeah, he becomes a better person, but he's such a fucking doofus by season three. You're like, was he really a racist though? I mean, uh, a rapist though? I mean, he, 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 he wasn't really, he didn't really No, rape. he was like a predator. He's like it, a sexual predator. The... There's a difference between a rapist no. yeah, and I a mean... sexual predator. Yeah, he's a predator. He's a predator. Yeah, he's, a, he's, yeah. he's a predator. Yeah. He's a manipulator and a predator. He's not a rapist. That might be strong. He basically was the Harvey Weinstein. Not a great guy. <laughs> yeah, not, not a great. There's a difference. There's a difference between a pedo and someone who finds younger people attractive. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's basically the Harvey Weinstein of the seven. That's basically so. All right. So For we've sure. established that Sean right, is sorry. the deep. Oh man, no. Well, now I don't. Now I don't like it as no. much. Now that we've gone through all that, now I'm not. Let's now, find Marcus, another one. I have to say. So you have a problem. Uh, well, go ahead, dude. Go ahead, dude. What you yeah, say? Of all those characters, I'm. I would say I'm probably the who's the who's the cat that uh, that that. You're the Frenchie. You're Frenchie, dude. Nah, not the Frenchie, bro. Well, I didn't know we were allowed to choose those guys. That's all another shit. Frenchie's dope, though. Frenchie's the man. Uh who's who's the who's the one that uh that killed that killed Translucent? What the hell is this cat's name? Oh, uh, Huey. No, Huey. Uh, Huey. Uh, uh, Dennis oh, Quaid. Huey. Huey. That's Huey. Yeah, Huey, Huey. Well, I'm going to say this right That's now. That's Dennis Quaid's I'm, kid, yeah. I'm MM, so, you know, we'll, we'll just get that out the way. Nah, bro, you're Homelander, right? I can see that. I nah, can see that. Homelander, yeah, you're bro. Homelander. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I was going to say, you kind of MM sometimes kind of Homelander. Like, I could see both there at play. As, I say that with love. And I say that I say that with all love, bro. You're Homelander. I, I agree with you, Marcus. He's definitely a Homelander. I say that with love, though. That's from my off, heart. I mean first, it. And that's a good thing. Homelander's the best character on the show, bro. I'm not, I'll I'm say, not okay. jerking off. off that was crazy. Of a building. Who cares? can do whatever the fuck I want. I can do whatever the fuck I want. That was crazy. Hold on, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, said, Maybe Listen I'm to what he said I, he was doing that. Don't knock it until you try it, dog. I mean, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Allegedly. Okay. I get, I get what he was saying when he was doing it. It was understandable. You know, you got punk. He was saying, fuck the world. That's what he was saying. And what do you always say? Fuck you, right? And dude, I like titties, but I don't have mommy issues. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, 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 no. He's literally whining about it when he's doing it. He's like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> it's like, that's a great statement. I love it. Fuck you guys. Oh, it's fucking I great. The perfect thing, bro. You remember the scene where he um where he was saving a chick that she's gonna commit suicide and then he made her uh, kill herself? That's you, bro. I can see you doing it. Easy. You know what, Chelsea? 
I think you should, Jim. I don't think I want to. You don't want to? Why don't you show a little follow-through, Chelsea? Jump. Please, I, I just want to get down. I'm not down. suggesting anymore. Jump. Oh, please. Oh, God, oh, God. No, no, no. No, God. The only man in the sky is me. Definitely see you doing that. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you do that? I'm, I'm not even being like malicious or nothing, bro. Like Homelander's awesome. I mean, he's a scumbag, but I'm not saying you are. But I'm saying you have that kind of thing, though. Like you'll be like, listen, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and jump off there. Like I can see you doing it. I can see Homelander has his moment. He has his moment. So I get what you're saying. Al, you give up Homelander. Al is definitely a Homelander. Even with his with his son on the roof, bro. Come on, that's you all the way. Dad, please. Please don't make me jump. Oh. Buddy. You call me dad. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, my God. Hell, yeah. yeah. Think about that part. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I will say this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, my man. Look. My man was being a little bitch. My man was being a little bitch. You see? You know what I mean? You know? You are the son of a fucking god. All right? Fly, you see? bitch. Exactly. You know? Fly, what are you bitch. thinking about? You know, oh, what, it was? You know what it was? You know what it was? He had, he had a whore of a mother. All right, Homelander, that was raising true. That's right there. All right, true. That turned him into a little bitch. Yeah, I was coming okay. out. Okay, so yeah, Ho Homelander was justified. Get your bitch. Mm -hmm. You know what? You know what? If I wasn't a good Christian Mormon, I don't know, man. I don't think she was a whore, bro. I feel like Homelander took that shit, man. You know, she cheated he on her. No, well, he she was her. about it what when she it happened. It was yeah, after the fact. He's a, no. he's a, he's a comic book. In the comic book, in the source material, she was raped. In the show, they slept together. They never, they never explained it though. We don't know. They never really explained it, on, like how it went down. <laughs> they kind of talk about it. She's kind of like, "Hey, I fucked him." She went in there voluntarily. Yeah. Okay. She thought she was fucking a human being, got some power penis, and she came out there looking disheveled. In okay, in the comic book, in the source material, she is raped, but I think they cleaned him up for the show because mm. he has some redeemable features in the show. Like at the end of season three, spoiler, um, he, you know, when he's fighting for his son, like you see him when he teams with Butcher, there's some looks there where it's like he can be redeemed. There is a part of him that still and he even says it to himself in the great scene where he's talking to himself in the mirror. Oh, yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. Anthony Starr yes. is That's a great fucking amazing. That is a but that cool scene, game. he's great. Monologue. He's playing Watch the fancy. lesser human version of himself and then the fucking superhero version of himself. And he says to himself, there's still part of you that's human. You don't want to admit it, but there's part of you that's human and that's that weak part, whatever. So why do you keep running headfirst into the same brick wall? I don't know. Pants on fire, you know. It's because deep down there's a part of you that is still human. No. Mm, part of you is. 
A dirty, shriveled, anemic little part of you that still mules for approval and love and a mommy and a daddy and a boo-hoo-hoo. Um, so yeah, he's a great character. He's a great character, great actor. Yes. I will say this. I loved the way he killed Elizabeth Shue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, had to, he had to do it. Yeah, and yeah. she had a comment. She definitely yeah. had a comment. I mean, he warned her. But he it didn't change Vought. The thing is, though, it didn't make enough of a significant dent in the Vought, mm -hmm. but that's another story we, we could talk about later. And to get yeah, back yeah. on track with you, too, Al, you know, um, Marcus, Marcus, you and Gabe, too, like, who do you guys think you guys are, like, character-wise? On both sides of it, not just, like, which one of the people that have, like, powers or mute mutations because of the V. See, that's bullshit. I didn't know that. I got the back. I don't know. Well, that's it's part okay of it. Like, you know. It's okay. It's okay which side of that? <laughs> it's okay to be the D. But but yeah, also of the squad of the Gabe boys. Is I think Gabe is French. I, I, I can say that one. 100, 100, yeah. 100. Yeah, I, think, uh, I can say that. Just that, that demeanor, the well, demeanor. I can say that. Because back, back in Gabe's partying days. Oh, come on. Don't bring I'm up old shit, man. bro. You know, back when we used to party, oh, dude, Gabe is Frenchy to me, personally. You know, hey, look, A Train's not that bad, Marcus. Why do you hate? Why do you hate him? Why do you hate? Stop. No, nah, I'm not A Train, bro. I'll be everybody else. I'm not A Train, I, and I and I feel like you're saying it because I'm black too, and I really don't like that part. Wow, you racist fuck. A Train is the worst. <laughs> yeah. H-Man, at the end of at the end of the day, by season three, he's just kind of a follower. Like he's just like he's he has no purpose. That's all. I mean, honestly, he's a good dude. Let me make the argument to that though, Sean. I don't. I wouldn't call him a follower so much. He is just he is very scared of losing his position. But they all are. Yeah, except they all for, are. Except but... for with the exception of Homelander, it takes a very the show, and we're gonna probably get there. But at the show takes a really good like emphasis on their insecurities and all of them are very insecure about losing their position i like what they're doing with all of them except for the deep really like honestly everybody kind of <laughs> got their story arc and i mean in that one in particular a trans is a is that redemption story but he's still looking like it's kind of i like his story and the fact the that he too, keeps though. on trying to do it but he just doesn't know the right way to do it like he's at the end of the day He's like, I'm going to do this, and it's all shallow shit. At the end of the day, he's going to figure out what really matters, and he's going to do the ultimate sacrifice, bro. He really is. Like, he's going to be a fucking you know, hero. I, I can already tell. You I think the same with the deep. I think the same with the deep. Look, if I'm going to be a homelander, but they all look weak. Marcus is, is definitely going to have to be Butch. Now, I don't want to be Butch either. Though. I don't think I'm Butcher, man. I don't feel like I have that in me, man. I don't think I'm that diabolical, bro. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I, don't know. I definitely feel that I am a butcher on dude. some on some levels. Hey, dude, most of the levels, so, you know how butcher kind of doesn't girl. give a fuck. <laughs> you just found out I banged your girl, put a baby in. Oh her. no! You know what I'm saying? You can be that diabolical, bro. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. You just need that I'm your brother. I see, I, yeah, I see it. I'll take it. I agree. That, that, is, that, I would, that is. Not to say, not to say that I would do it. I'm just saying. saying no, I feel you. You think you can't be that yeah. diabolical, but just think about it. You just find out I banged yeah. a girl, and I put a baby in. That's some wild shit. That's some wild shit. That's for sure. He already, he already hated it. Already thinking it like, anyway, though. So, yeah, yeah. like, it's just gonna He's, add to that. So, Rick, who are you? We no, it's funny you should ask that question. Frenchie, Butch, Homelander. Who are you? So, 
um, you, you, okay, first off, from the boy's side of things, uh, you know the chick that, um, can just basically fuck everybody up when she wants to? I'll take that from the boy's side. Now, from the other now, when side. when you say that, is that's it what you want or that that's what the you same, do? Is it the chick that has the same power as the, uh, black girl on Gen V? That can just uh, blow your head blood up? Blood manipulation. Yeah. The Asian uh, girl. Yeah. Blood God. That's oh, a nice power to have, boy. Let me tell you, that's a nice power. Because, because no, no, I'll put it to you like this, and this is why it's it's simple. It's simple because yeah. if, if if I want your demise, I'm gonna go to here first, and that's kind of what it seems she does. It's, the show will make you think at first that she's just being erratic, but what the, what it does as she starts to like take people out when she's fucking people up. It shows you her psychology and where she's coming from, and I admire that, and that's sort of how I right. am. Well, so I to your point, Al, you were going to say. They make her super powerful in the show. What's cool is she has, and if you go into, sorry, I didn't mean to segue, but before we go off of her power, that's the very same power that the chick has, like you mentioned, in Gen V. In Gen V, it's thought of as a lower power. It's thought of as gross and not marketable. But at the end of the day, the chick that has it in the boys is one of the most powerful, like, you know, level five mutant from fucking Marvel that there is. Like, she can fuck shit up. So the reason that I say her is because the way she chose to use those powers. So, yes, it is comparison to the girl in Gen V. You guys are completely right. But it's not just what she was able to do. It was why she did it. She loved Frenchie. And then she fell in love with the team and she was like the closest thing that you could see in there that was like about family you know, that's just like, talking about, and uh, that's who i identified Newman. with the most yeah, in terms Newman. of oh the asian girl yeah that's what i'm talking about so yeah, that's what you're talking about yeah frenchie's girl so i so thought she was talking so, about the senator bitch no 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 so it applies to both to both for me she's both the boys and she is the one who has the v powers so so that's who I think I identify the most with simply for those reasons that I just expressed. That the reason that she, not only do I like her powers and I think her powers, like she's just a straight up like hand-to-hand, straight combat, can beat your fucking ass, you better come with it. Plus she can just mm-hmm. like do some shit with telekinesis like with her mind. Like she, if she thinks hard enough about it, it's going to happen. And the things that motivate her are what mm-hmm. she loves and what she cares about and what she's about to protect. She is a team woman and I love that shit. Yeah, she she is a badass. Not an or human's power. So I'm taking back the deep, and I'm gonna go with black noir. Um, that's it. probably gonna Bob be the noir. same. That is for me, for me, of course. <laughs> no, no, the deep was fucking fish, bro. Seems Sean, too. Sean. Everybody's well, seen you know, it. Deep, yeah, I don't know if deep? you guys do know this, but black is noir is actually a clone. A clone. You guys do know that black noir is a clone of mm-hmm. uh, Highlander, right? Again. Yes. In the comic books. Yes. In the comic books, dude. Yes, I do know. Yeah. Him. yeah, so Black Noir is actually like clone that um, that Vought created in case they needed to put a security mm. check on Homelander. 
Like a fail safe. He's a clone of he was a, in the comic books. Yes. He's a clone. He's actually the one that rapes what's her yeah, face. He's the one that rapes Butcher's wife, and that's when they have that the kid. Way. That's how the books that take way. it, and that's uh, what it, I think they cleaned it up a little bit for the show. Yeah, in this in in the show, he actually ties back into the old team. Uh, forget the old team that had uh, Soldier Boy on it, because Soldier Boy ends up having to betray the team, take mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was part of that team originally, and then he continued on with Bot. So it's a whole different story for noir in the show, which is cool. I like the way that they can change it and flip it on its ass. Now, I will say this. If I had to pick whose power that I wanted, it would be the senator's new right, right. Is that her name, Newman? Her and yeah, the oh, black yeah. girl. Yeah, Victoria Newman. Her and the yeah. black girl on Gen what? V. That, that blood, that thing they can do with the blood and the way oh, they can yeah. blow, blow heads up. I mean, it's a lot of cleanup, but it's super powerful. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I just cleaned up. I don't know if so you guys this, remember this the Transformers. I can't remember which of one, course. but when he made the human <laughs> pop, he's like, oh, I just love the way they pop. I just like watching heads pop. So I would love Burns. that power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man, the scene where she takes out the entire yeah. Congress. I mean, yeah, to have that. Of them. Was just and she has them all sitting there right that in front of her, too. Crazy. It looked like, like fireworks. She can... it was <laughs> now, they're done. I don't know how much time we have left, but with Gen V, hey. I want to go. Now, you guys were disrespectful. You, Marcus, I forget. I don't know if Rick was along with this disrespectfulness about no, his, ge- his general's father, but Arnold Schwarzenegger's about him. I is, love this guy. <laughs> he is really good on this show. Yeah. He's underused, I think. I'd say it's unfortunate. No, I thought he was pretty character, and then no. <laughs> he was very disrespectful about his father. I don't like what his father much think? these days, but see, he's see? No. There you go. Here, Here it is. He's the... He's Golden Boy. Oh, well, he he plays Golden, Golden Boy. He was the main hero. That, that Golden Boy is he, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he did a phenomenal job on this show. He said that I'd be bigger than Homelander. Oh, he's great. But here's the thing, though, Al. There's so much good acting in that show. Um, I mean, everybody's really, really good in that show. Yes. Uh, huge fan of the blonde girl that has the psychic powers. I like how they give them kind of yeah. an archetype. To me, being an uh, um, an X-Men and a Marvel fan, it's very close and very akin, especially with them being in a school to the X-Men and the mutants. Yes. Like, they're developing a lot of those mutant powers, which is really cool because they were kind of the second... They were the secondary to the Avengers when they came in as far as timeline goes. So it's cool seeing that, too, and the way that it ties in, and they have some of those cameos, like Homelander comes in to prevent shit towards the end. Uh, they're really tying it together well. Apparently, season four, which is coming out soon, is going to tie directly into season one, 
of Gen so, B. So that should be really interesting dynamic. I would have thought I would have thought Arnold's son would have been more shredded than uh, I mean he doesn't have to be huge. I just thought he'd been a little bit more shredded. <laughs> you know? no, no, he's I mean like but that's the thing I was surprised by. He's not shredded. He's not huge, but he's fit. He's fit as hell. And like he carries himself well in those scenes. Like he's got a presence, which is dope. The kid that plays his best friend, uh his power, what is his name again? Um the black kid. That starts banging. I forget his name. Uh, Perdomo. Yes. Chance Perdomo. He's amazing. I, like, he's actually from a couple things I've seen, and he's great. He's one of the better actors in the show. Yes. Really. Yes. Like, he's phenomenal. He does a great... And his powers are great, too, man. Those powers would be too bad. They have crushing... Because you can before do that Before you move too far on, though. Yeah. Apparently... It's before you move too far on, I, I, I just didn't want you to get too far away from the Schwarzenegger path. Because, number one, Maria Shriver puts more of the look into him than Arnie does. Let's just get but that you established. you can see Arnold, like, appear. No, you can see it in the face, but the, the overall look of in the build, and I'm only bringing this up because you talked about, oh, I would expect him to be built because the Schwarzenegger son. No, he looks more like her. That's the number one. Have you seen the daughters, number two? They look more like him. It's just oh. one of those fucked up stories. But mm. more That's importantly, terrifying. but more importantly, before you move on, because you brought up the sun, I want to bring up Starlight. Because have you seen Brooke you, Hogan? You exactly. Go ahead. Ask the or Charlotte Flair. You ask the question of who you think you are, or closest to in terms of the boys and uh, obviously the ones with the, the the powers. But the first one that you would bang, come on, Starlight's fucking yeah, Starlight's hot. Come nice. on, ladies. ladies. Oh, yeah, she's can, so I, can I get an A? Oh, that? future. Maeve. Oh, huge fan. And January. Yeah, yeah. Maeve. Maeve was hot it, too, man. You know? True. Maee's pretty hot. Well, she Maeve has her moments. Hot. She has her moments. But the thing about her that's hot is that she does those Lesbo scenes in the show. I mean, come on. Let's just face it. It didn't matter. No, she's a huge lesbian. Huge lesbian. Huge lesbian in the show. She could be talked into penis. You know, she went. She wasn't above it. Talk it out. He's... She like both. A Train is the worst character on the show, bro. Going back to A Train, I know Marcus hates him, and we've established that Marcus is bitch. Hater. Um, Hater. But but I really. That's so mean. I love the way he killed his old lady, bro. He killed his old lady without his girlfriend. That's the way it starts the whole show. I mean, that's the reason I stayed for everything I've watched since. Like that show sold me that that scene sold me on the show. What people so are like, me, what are you talking about, was, the boys? And I'm like, Huey. listen, the opening scene <laughs> when Huey's with his girlfriend and she was standing off the yes. sidewalk. I'm literally, I I knew it was gonna happen. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing standing? And boom, gone. Poster. Yeah. When you ever besmirch pillow. Goes like that though. They get you. That's how the show gets you though. You think you know how something's gonna go, mm-hmm. and then it goes that way, 
but way fucking worse. It's Ooh. just like, oh my god. That's so, yeah, the show right in the surprised me quite a few same times. Thing like it just licks you right into that. Oh, yeah, it's love like it. zero, zero to seventy in like two seconds, man. Yeah, the show knows how to spin even the weirdest shit that you're expecting. It gets weirder than it goes extra weird, and you're like, okay, that's fantastic. And our boy from uh, Pet Cemetery too, Brink, that uh, Golden Boy killed, dude. Oh, dude, the way Golden Boy killed himself was true. Pretty gnarly. That's actually a pretty raw scene, though, too. I mean, and again, I think that the acting has a lot to do with that. Uh, Chance Perdomo is great in that scene. Between him and Schwarzenegger, uh, there's some raw emotion that's portrayed. I mean, like, they're all, they're all great. Some of the younger actors aren't as fantastic. Um, that dude, Perdomo's from uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, too, if you ever get a chance. Enough of the Sabrina show. Yeah, but he's... He, the way that he delivers his lines, fantastic. Um, I think that his powers actually are similar to like the, yeah, like Polaris, his dad has yeah. like the Magneto powers where yeah. he messes with the metal mm-hmm. and shit. So that's I'm, two I'm glad you brought that up. kind of mutant powers, him and the girl going at it. Didn't she lose her arm in the last episode? Didn't they rip? It's the reason I'm glad you bring thing. that up though is because Gen V. Um, when you think about it, Gen V, so like the way that the boys is like, a, the Boys is a classic Marvel or DC kind of comic book spinoff flick, but Gen V is not so much. Yes, it has its similarities to this like X-Men, uh, the younger years of the X-Men stuff, but more reality-wise, it's more, it's more of, let's just face it, it's more of a soap opera than The Boys is, right? Let's just face it, Gen V has this like way of, making you love all the characters, both heel or babyface, number one. And number two, uh, they do a better job of, like, they do a better job of making us, like, fall for the character regardless of their backstory. And in The Boys, it's more focused on their backstory. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, like it took true, a second, true. but it was only I mean, because what do you, they you guys think uh, of Gen Z, more importantly? When you're looking at when you're looking at a show like The Boys, they had those powers, those huge. You're looking at the seven, like those are the seven that matter. So you kind of they matter right away, and it picks up just like that. With these guys that are in college, they're kids, and you're kind of like it takes you a second to either identify with them or even give a shit about them. They're just a bunch of college kids, so it really takes you kind of getting to know them more than the boys did. The boys, you're right into it, boom, it doesn't matter because they all have their powers well-defined on them. It started off slow for me, just a little slow. But then, like, dude, I was just right into it the way yeah. I was with the boys. All it was for me, all it was for me was, mm-hmm. like, uh, saved by the, <laughs> the college years with superpowers. <laughs> Super. That's, That's a good analogy, bro. <laughs> I feel like they needed to give it that kind of feel to attract that younger crowd. I mean, demographic-wise. But I will say this. What I think is cool about it, though, too, is the fact that they presented the boys from that flip side. And not to contradict what you're saying, but they presented the boys as a supervillain story and how they kind of start. It's their origin story. The boys are a supervillain group when they're opposed to superheroes. Make no mistake about that. And I think that, that you're basically solidifying kind of what I'm saying, which is like the boys is more of your traditional superhero flick, even though 
everything in terms of content is is obscured from what it all is. But at the end of the day, it's still just another superhero kind of storyline. As we're Gen V, Gen V is more of like your soap opera, you're saved by the bell, your fucking days of our lives. You know what I mean? But what I think is cool is they mm-hmm. give you that kind of reversed role on that side of things and how that works out. Whereas in Gen V, it's not like that because you keep on waiting for that because they did it in the boys. Gen V shows you the origin of a superhero group, them banding together to come together for a greater good. Um, So they kind of take the other side of it. It's kind of cool that they can do both sides and show it. And they did it in a weird way. thought it was cool. I was about to say, the reason it's called The Boys is because it's about the guys that oppose the superheroes. So I hope everybody's happy with yeah. the character that we've chosen for you, because I'm pretty sure the wife is going to... Uh, <laughs> I don't think Black Noir is going to work, so we're just, I'm still stuck. Go ahead. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, she's prob- she, I'm going to tell you, she's probably going to go with the deep. You know, yeah, so, uh, that is so you. I the, said that a week ago. Not gonna lie. <laughs> well, now that we're well, so I mean, like I had a question. Up. He said the deep. Mm-hmm. No, I'm into it. Oh man, but look, I'm 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 excited for the new season coming Ditto. up. And the cartoon, the cartoons invincible. Invincible, yeah. We gotta. That's uh, that's another. And there's a new one. I can't. I think it's like Adam. But it's like the girl. Well, uh, Adam Eve. Adam Eve is the spinoff show from Invincible. I watched Invincible. Yes. Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a hard watch if you're not into animated. Um, But it's got some great voice talents. Steve Yoon from Walking Dead. Uh, It's, yeah, Yeah. they're great. Which streamer is it on? I should give it a watch. I haven't watched it yet. It's on Prime. It's on Amazon Amazon? as well. Amazon? Yeah, there's only... It's only a season and a half so yeah. far. I think they stopped with the writer's uh, the writer's strike, and they're working on the rest of season two, I think. Everybody watch the Legends Saturday Night Live real quick before we get away from it, because they do discuss the boys a little bit in there. Great shit. Sweet. Well, look. Want to go ahead and uh, let everyone know, please check out our merch on our website. We have t-shirts, hoodies. Love your support on that. Also, um, if you're looking for any artwork, please hit my nephew Nathaniel up. His info's in our bio as well. Yes, sir. And check out Nish, the producer of our intro track called Trap Sex. You can find it on YouTube, SoundCloud. Absolutely. Well, that's all the time we have, folks. We're signing off. I'm Al, Marcus, Rick, Sean, and Gabe. Peace. <laughs>